few days ago, I was in a coffee shop, you know, trying to do work with my headphones on and ignore the people around me. What is it with the people sitting right next to you that have to talk so loud? Like I really care that much about their life. Then again, what is it with me? If I wanted to be that isolated, why don't I just stay home in my basement or something? Whatever. I like to go to the coffee shop so I can hear other people talk so I can complain about other people talking. Apparently, that's what I'm saying here. So the guys next to me are talking about the game that had just happened the week before. I think it was the AFC Championship game. By the way, Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl again, just in case you didn't know, playing Tom Brady. If if the Chiefs lose to Tom Brady, my happiness will be attenuated severely. So the guys next to me are talking about the game, and something comes up. I'm not really paying attention other than one of the guys, you know, leans over and like, with a lot of bravado in his voice, says, hey, if you're the coach, you got to make that call. I'm not even sure why it caught my attention other than the guy just, you know, really, he was channeling like his inner whatever coach, uh, his bravado, his testosterone, any number of things. And I probably wouldn't even have thought that much more about it, except not less than an hour later on the other side of me, there were some guys gathering and they were talking about church. Now, when people talk about church, I either go one of two ways. Most of the time, I turn my headphones way up because I don't want to hear anything they have to say because I'm probably going to disagree with almost everything. Sometimes, though, I can't help myself. And so, um, you know, just for enjoyment, just for pleasure, I may overhear what they're talking about. In this case, it didn't matter because what really caught my attention was they were, I could tell they were talking about something that had happened, some, some deal that was going on at their church. Imagine that, some deal going on at a church. And the one guy kind of sits up and says, you know, when you're an elder, you just got to make the call. And I thought, well, that's funny. That sounds just like the other guy. When he said, you know, when you're a coach, you just got to make the call. By the way, if you don't know what an elder is, uh, that's usually, that's a term, you know, us super Christian people like to use for people who are on the board of the church. It's a biblical word. I personally have never loved the word. I don't know why. I have never liked the word. It just feels weird. I know it's in the Bible, but it makes me feel like, I don't know, we're being led by a group of elves or dwarves or something. It feels like something out of Narnia or Lord of the Rings. So I've never used the word elder for whatever it's worth. That doesn't mean anything. Anyhow, this guy sits up and says in the same fashion that the other guy said, hey, when you're the coach, you got to make the call. This guy says, hey, when you're an elder, you got to make the call. I thought that's weird. Here in the same coffee shop in the same morning, I would hear, you know, this same phrase from both these different conversations. And I'm trying to figure out what in the world does it mean? And actually, I don't know what it means other than I think men in particular really like to um, really like to point out that some people need to step up, you know, and make decisions. <laughs> you got to make the call. So similarly, in my own brain over the last, oh, man, probably a couple years, there have been a group of guys gathered around a table. That's right. We're talking about my brain. There's a group of guys that's been gathering around the table, and they've been talking about a decision they wanted to make. And today I want to talk about it with you because I'm going to invite you to be a part of the decision. Uh, they've been talking about a Patreon subscription. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with Patreon. Undoubtedly, a lot of you probably are. But it's essentially this service, this subscription service for artists. Hey, that's me. I'm an artist. And it allows artists to uh, potentially raise a little money and to continue to work on some of the things they want to work on. So I have some things that I want to work on. I'm a quasi-creative person. I'm not going to go full bore and say I'm fully creative. I'm quasi-creative. 
And I've been thinking about how to do more podcasting and more writing. It's just that I have so much going on in my life. I got to figure out how to make some decisions here. And so um, as I continue to grow the catalog of what I might call intellectual property, though I'm not a big fan of that phrase, I'm not sure. Well, I am sure. I don't own anything. I don't have any original ideas. I'm not sure any of us do. And even if I did have an original idea, question begs to be asked, original compared to what? Which means it's really not that original because I'm already contrasting it with other ideas that other people have had. Don't make me start talking about mimetic theory. I'm going to hold off on that because today we're talking about Patreon. So, um, you know, I'm growing this reasonably intelligent, emphasis on reasonably, reasonably intelligent, intellectual property, trying to figure out exactly what to do with it all. I love to write, and I need to carve out more time to write more. So I thought I would approach you and ask you if you wanted to partner with me in some of this um, subscription stuff that's going on uh, with Patreon. So tomorrow, I'm launching the Patreon page. All you got to do is search for, yes, you've guessed it, Jonathan underscore Foster. I mean, the name is stuck now, so I'm just going with it. And then you'll be able to be a part of my page uh, it, it allows artists and fans to connect and to build something together. So you'll have opportunity to partner with me in helping me make some semi-creative, reasonably smart, theological art. Now, I happen to think reasonably intelligent, semi-creative, theological content might just be the hope of the world. And I'm not even making that up. I think it might be the hope of the world because how we begin to understand who God might be, who this thing that we call God is, and how we begin to relate to him or her or it, and then extend that idea to other people. Yeah, that's a really important idea. And so how we approach all that really might be the hope of the world. And if it is, then that means this is really important stuff we're working on. I don't even understand what's going on with the music right now. I tell myself, don't mess with the music. You know, just turn the mic on and roll with it. But next thing you know, here we are. I think what someone needs to do is start a Patreon page that would support me if I don't use music in the podcast. I'd get a lot more done that way. Anyhow, speaking of things I want to get done, I've got... A few book projects I'm in right now. One book I know you're going to like. It's called The Reconstructionists. As the name implies, it's not just about deconstruction, which all of us have certainly been on that kind of a journey, but it's also about reconstruction. I'm really looking forward to that being done. Um, there's a collection of short stories that I'm working on. These are the kind of short stories where I'm wrestling kind of with some big idea that are these ideas that the evangelical Western Christian church has asked me to adhere to or to believe or to align myself with. And after a while, when things weren't working, I had to just reapproach it from a different angle. And it helped me to like metaphorically and allegorically wrestle with it. And so um, I think you're going to enjoy some of that. And then the free e-story is going to be in that collection. So you'll get that when you sign up. And uh, the point is you can start giving me feedback about any of these projects that I'm working on. And let's see, there's a book uh, that I'm writing a chapter in. And then, of course, there's the dissertation work, which is certainly a longer-term thing. And uh, there's a lot of good that's going to come out of that. 
And then there's podcasting stuff. We got some ideas for upcoming seasons, so I'm looking forward to jump back, jumping back into that. Your support's going to help me because right now all of this stuff takes time. And between church and the nonprofit and uh, all the writing and the podcasting, you know, I just I got to work everything in creatively. Now I will say for some of you who might be asking about the time, I will remind you that I am an empty nester. Life is just a little bit different at this stage of life than it was a few years ago. I mean, gosh, my wife and I, we were talking about this just the other day. For 25 years, a quarter of a century, we had kids in the house. We had something going on. Um, and then obviously Quincy's not around anymore, But uh, and, and then Shay got married and Evan's off to college. So we have a little bit more time. And personally, I'd rather be busy than not busy. So that's what I'm doing. So thank you for playing a role in all of that. I look forward to this experiment and trying to move more of the work to places like Patreon because, and I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one who feels this way, but because I'm, I'm really fatigued with social media and Facebook, for example, in general. And right now for artists like myself who are kind of in the middle, you know, you don't have a huge following yet, but it's not like you're brand new. It feels like your only option is to go to Facebook sometimes and post these things, which I understand social media serves a purpose. But I'm also really concerned. I don't think Facebook is built to handle, you know, longer content in, in deeper interaction. Or maybe it is. Maybe we're the ones that aren't built to be able to use it. I do think one of our big problems right now as a species is that we we have not yet evolved to the point where we can take in real-time information like all of us every day, every second of the day, get the most up-to-date information and news. And I don't think we've yet evolved to where we can take that in, process it, and say something constructive and intelligent and substantial about it very often. I mean, sometimes we can. And so we have just a lot of stuff flying around, a lot of people reacting. And I know over the years, my Facebook page has been like that as well. And so I'm looking forward to this idea of trying to get people to intentionally opt into a different way of interacting. You know, recently, I say recently because I haven't really used social media that much in the last couple of months, but not long ago, I posted something. I don't even remember what it was. It had something to do with politics. But um, someone made the comment um, something to the degree of they were attaching me with Satan like because of what I was saying, that it was obvious that Satan was on the march in our country. And I just thought, holy cow. It reminded me of when I was right out of college and I went to a pretty traditional, typical evangelical church in the Midwest. And uh, my friend who was the pastor, Tim, Tim and I decided that we would try to put together a live band on a Sunday morning. So this was going to be the first time in the history of this church to have drums and bass uh, on a Sunday morning. And so we did so, and, you know, basically all hell broke loose afterwards. And we got letters and notes. And I remember my favorite letter was written by someone who, it was like they, they didn't have a pen or a pencil on them, and so they just reached for the first thing they could find. And it was a red crayon. It might have been a marker. As I remember, it was a crayon. And it was just written in these big, bold words. And it said something about how I was a Satan worshiper or something. 
so that was some of the first feedback I ever got for trying some some new stuff. And then now some of the most recent feedback I've got for trying some new stuff both have invoked the name of Satan when talking about me. <laughs> How crazy is that? It is a little bit crazy. And I think our social media doesn't help us, all, all, although obviously in the 90s we didn't have social media and we were talking that way then. But wouldn't it be great to be with a community of people who rally around the most gracious person who's ever lived in Jesus and actually be able to extend that grace? It doesn't normally happen on places like Facebook and Twitter. And so the idea is to try to pick my audience so that I can pick my future. Because whoever your audience is, whoever you're working with, that's going to determine you know, how your future rolls out, how it plays out. And so I'm choosing you, the listener, because I think you are someone who is interested in a community without having to do the algorithmic-mediated tribalistic community of Facebook. Because that's what it is. It's algorithmic mediated. In other words, whatever the algorithm throws up on your page and how it determines what you're processing, reading, liking, posting on, you know, it'll just post more of the same. And um, there's a lot of us that are just, we're putting ourselves behind the eight ball because we can't get out of that algorithm. And one of the things that I'm looking forward to with Patreon and probably some other things too is trying to get out of that. Doesn't mean I won't use social media or Facebook. I think it's a I think it's a necessary evil. It's almost the price of doing business, especially if you're a pastor or an author or working in nonprofit. And here I am working in all three. But this is just an experiment in trying to take it a different angle and just try not to be called Satan quite as much. I mean maybe a little bit, but maybe not quite as much. So thanks for your help. I dare you to get plugged in. And if you don't, it's cool, too. I'm still going to be making these podcasts. I'm still going to be hanging out at Mission Church and working at LQBE and writing and doing all those kinds of things. So no problem there. Just do what you can and as you feel led, and we'll see where all of this goes. All right. I look forward to talking to you soon. Uh, The Patreon page is going live today. I might have said earlier it's going live tomorrow, but I think I'm posting this uh, the day it's going live. So I hope you'll check it out, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash Jonathan underscore Foster. I'll see you there and at other places in the future. And you know what? We probably, I can't help myself. We probably need to hear some more of that music as we roll this thing out. Peace. Have a good day. (laughs) 